Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the stuff that can kill you. Like being squeezed by a boa constrictor, or snow blindness, or getting carjacked. Ugh, and the stuff that just makes you wish you were dead. Like having spinach in your teeth, or pouring oil orange juice on your cereal or getting pizza jacked i don't want any part of that danielle do you i don't even understand any part of it well we better get to the theme song we sure better Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I am Danielle. I'm Christine. And uh, I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Um, mine was weird. Right back at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, my, my mother has been in the hospital for like two weeks because she broke her hip. And it's been a long, arduous thing. And uh, For you as well. <laughs> For me as well, <laughs> yes. Having to see, what's yes. worse, breaking your hip or being the child, being the adult child of someone who's broken their hip? Yeah, that's a good point. I was at the hospital almost every day, and you know that helps when you're unemployed. It's easier to do those sort of things, and um, you know, there's managing my father and managing my mother, and you know, interpreting for my father because he can't hear anything, and um, you know, twelve thousand doctors and all this kind of thing. And then she, they kept saying she was going to move her to a, they were going to move her to a rehab, right. which she got rejected from two rehabs, which, you know, they were like, those we were our safety rehabs. Though, we so can't was, accommodate uh, this level Yeah, this of level care. of craziness. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, you don't think you're going to get rejected from a rehab. No, it feels like they should take everyone. I know. So um, we 
got her into the rehab that was our first choice. And uh, it's the most depressing place on earth. That Aww. was, yeah. Um, you don't quite realize until the person is there. Like, it's just wildly depressing. But so we kept waiting. When are they going to transfer her? When are they going to transfer her? Okay, they finally got the deal. They're going to transfer her on Thanksgiving. Perfect. So the plan was for me and Oliver to pick up my dad and go to Thanksgiving at my cousin's house. Okay. If you'll remember uh, the whole thing with the Brussels sprouts. Do not bring a salad. Do not bring a salad. So Jimmy doesn't go to Thanksgiving because they have a dog and he's severely allergic. He hates dogs. (laughs) More than the the love of our country and its formation, he hates dogs. Yes. So... um, so that was our plan. Right. So then they say, oh, no, no, no. They're transferring your mom today to the rehab mm-hmm. at 4.30. Perfect. The, the time when I was supposed to pick up my dad to go yeah. to Thanksgiving. So we pick up my dad. We go to the rehab to meet her. She's not there yet. She's not there yet. She's not there yet. You guys need to take COVID tests before you go in. Sure. Take COVID tests. My dad's positive. Stop it. I'm not kidding. Didn't he just oh, wait. have COVID? To which she says, what? I have AIDS? No, he didn't. <laughs> he, I swear to fucking God, he yelled, what? I have AIDS. No, he didn't. And I Was said, he doing a bit? No. Oh, gosh. I said, well, you don't have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> what, if that's, what if that's how it, at 86 years old, it gets AIDS? <laughs> Your mom has some explaining to do. Or he has some explaining to do. Yes, somebody does. So, (laughs) and I'm I'm like, oh, Walter. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how does he fucking have COVID? Well, he didn't just have it, but he had it a few months ago. So, okay. You can get it again. Time flies when you're having fun. Sure. So, he takes it again. I tell him, can you you give him another test? And it's negative. Okay. Okay. So, now I'm like thoroughly confused. Yes. What the hell do we do? Because, so I'm looking up, you know, I'm like, you know, these are rapid tests that come back yeah, in 10 minutes. So, right. So I'm Googling like places you can go to get the PCR. It's Thanksgiving. Nothing is open. Of course, yeah. there's nothing open. And the hospital doesn't have a... Well, I'm not at the hospital. I'm oh. at the the world's most depressing place. Right. At the rehab. So physical rehab, not drug yes. rehab, just to make that clear. I should have made that clear. It's, it's to rehab her hip. So um, also the drugs have made her kind of loony and, you know, mm-hmm. she's... Her cognition is like up and down. So I call the hospital seat, like, where is this lady? She's supposed to be here. Well, we just put her on the stretcher. And I'm like, well, first of all, my dad can't go inside anyway because he does or does not have AIDS AIDS. and or (laughs) COVID. Yeah. So um, we finally decide we're just going to leave and I'll come back after Thanksgiving. I ask the ladies. They say, yeah, you can come back. So I'll come back after Thanksgiving. Bring my dad back home. Because he can't go to Thanksgiving now. No. I text my cousin. I say, you know, my dad just has positive. Oliver and I test negative. Can we come? Mm-hmm. Still, I totally understand if you're not comfortable. She goes, no, I just asked everyone here. Everyone's comfortable. It's she fine. was like, as long as you don't bring a salad, as you're As long welcome. as you don't bring a salad. It's either no <laughs> yes. COVID and no salad. Yes. Or or no, I don't know. You can it's, have it's, COVID and not a salad. Right. That's fine. Right. Just no salad. Just exactly. And no AIDS. <laughs> well, I like my AIDS outside of the turkey. I don't like it inside the turkey. No, 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 no. Don't stuff that's it. that's grosser. Uh, no AIDS so, in the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> so then I hear from the backseat driving my dad home. Oh, shit. What? I lost my hearing aid. What? Not that it makes much of a difference, but... So they made us put on these N95 masks, mm-hmm. even though we didn't go in. 
and they're really, really, really tight. And, oh, and I no. go, well, you know what, Deb, when you when you put on the N95, it probably fell off. It's probably on you somewhere. Yeah. So we drop him off. He calls. That actually is what happened. He found the hearing aid. Thank God, one less trauma to deal with. We go to Thanksgiving. Yeah. The Brussels sprouts are pretty cold by at this point. Huge hit. Okay. Now I'm the Brussels sprout queen. All right. Now I'm going to have to bring Brussels sprouts every year, but I don't mind because they were really delicious. Nice. I really rocked the Brussels sprouts. I bet you I did. just followed it recipe. You roast it? Did you roast them? Is that putting them in the oven? Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes. Why? Well, how else would you do it? Well, I mean, <clears throat> some people do it. And they boil them, or they. Could, I know that's why nobody ever liked Brussels sprouts until oh, they figured out before the yeah. the two thousands. Yeah, but yeah. you could also. I've I've cooked them in a pan, and they've been quite. Oh, deli- really? Like gnocchi. Oh my and god! It's really delicious. Wait, inside the gnocchi, or like separate part of? Yes, oh, part okay. of it with like some. Have you made homemade gnocchi? No. Oh, okay. I, I wish I had that level of skill, but no, with like a little bit of honey and yes. some lemon, and oh, okay, uh, it's a nice dish. This was honey and balsamic. And it was delicious. It sounds good. And I had hair color in my hair at the moment that they had to go into the oven. Oh, boy. So I had to entrust Oliver to put all the um, Brussels sprouts face down on yes. the pan and then put the pan in the oven. And he did it. He did it. But I heard the... F- <laughs> I told him to set the timer. Yeah. On the- I could have told him to set it on his phone, but I didn't think of that. I told him to set the timer on the oven. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Getting out of the shower, I'm hearing beep, 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 beep. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oliver, do you need help? He's like, no, I got to figure it out. I got to figure it out. <laughs> like, how can you, you know, do anything on a phone but don't, don't know how to work an oven timer? But anyway, Brussels sprouts were hit. I call my mom. Do you want us to come over? No, she just wants us to come over. Come tomorrow. So we go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We go the next day, the day after Thanksgiving. And uh, now I get to experience just how depressing this fucking place is. So Jimmy and Oliver and I all go. And um, and my dad also was there. Um, it's just off. Like, they give you a tray of food. Mm-hmm. And we brought her food, but she didn't eat that much of it. But then we they bring her a tray of food. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's the little tiny salad, the little thing, and then a piece of cornbread on the tray. Yeah. Not on a napkin. Not, not on, on a, a plate, plate. Just on the tray. This is like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's it Nest. It is. It's kind of like grade school meets One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh. I was like. And this is the top tier supposedly this is the type tier yeah god i'd hate to see what the other two places I know. look like her television's broken like it's just and there's and you share a room with another woman is this a motel six <laughs> <laughs> the physical therapist is just like the guy who whoever stays in room six is oh, gets god. to be the physical therapist oh and then by the way uh that night yeah she tried to walk by herself and fell and had to go to the er <sighs> Did she break the other hip? No. Oh, she fell on her head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Yes. That's yes. the last thing she needs to I hit. Know. The last thing she needs is a hold her head. Oh, I forgot the part where we left the um, we left the uh, rehab, and there's an old, I mean, it's all old people, mm-hmm. even though it's supposed to be a physical therapy rehab. But anyway, they're all, you know, knocking on death's sure. door. And there's this woman who parks herself in her wheelchair, like at the front desk, like yeah. she's the mascot of the place. She might be. Yeah. And she's, you know, 1,000 years old. And as we're leaving, she says to me, leaving so soon? <laughs> That's so creepy. 
I'm like, are you just put here to <laughs> terrify <guilt people? laughs> adult children into not staying long enough in this fucking hellhole? Oh God, I love that. It was, and she's there every time. Yeah, she's just there. She's just there to do that. <sighs> so anyway, that was my Thanksgiving. It sounds kind of <laughs> bad. The Thanksgiving itself was nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Bananas. We're going to all send some love to your mom. Thank you. That's very sweet. And big hugs. Hopefully she'll get out of there soon. So anyway, that was my Thanksgiving and uh, can't wait for Christmas. I think it's going to be great. (laughs) Rehab Christmas. Rehab Christmas. I really hope she's out of there by then. I I hope so too. Jesus Christ. It is. Do they have a time frame? Like a. They have a time frame, but I mean, literally, they didn't start the physical therapy until yesterday because it was a holiday and then it was a weekend and they don't do it on the weekend, which makes no sense to me. (laughs) So (laughs) they don't I I feel like they also can't ever give time frames. I mean, she's 83. She's not exactly a pillar of strength physically to begin with. So I don't know. I don't know if she's we're just going to all send love. That's what we're going to do. Thank you. That's very sweet. Everyone at home, if you can. Add Danielle's mom. Aww. What's your mom's name? Judy. Send some love and prayers to Judy. Because we yeah. all want Judy to get stronger. Yes. That's very sweet. Okay. Well, speaking of catastrophes, we should probably talk about our subject today. Yes, let's. We are going to talk about how to survive being carjacked. Oh, wow. When I originally came up with this uh, topic... I was like, huh, maybe that's just something that happened like in the 90s. No, it's on the rise. Is it? It's on the rise. Danielle, I think about this a lot. You know what I've done before? Yes. I've practiced figuring out how to dial 911 on my phone. With your nose? Like, yes. With different <laughs> appendages. Okay. With like my nose, my pinky finger, my nipple. Oh. You know, just to see if there's different ways of my body sure. to do it. No, if I had to like... Sneak. Oh, God damn it, you're smart. My phone, and without people knowing I had my phone out, and if I knew how to dial 911. Yeah. Uh, d- can you do it? Have you no, practiced? No, because you know why? <laughs> you can't ever recognize. No. You could do it maybe with a um, Blackberry. Oh, oh, because there in was... the oldie timey days, remember uh, when we had Blackberries? Yes, 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 yes. Back in the, in the aught. The before times. In the aught, mid-aughts. Yeah. Early aughts, mid aughts, when we had blackberries. I had a blackberry. Did you have a blackberry? No. What I don't think so. I went from like a crazy phone I just used in emergencies. Like to, a Nokia kind of thing. Yeah, like a big yeah. brick. Yeah. To, I don't know what. iPhone, I guess. No, I did have a, I did have something. A, I did have something in between, definitely, yeah. Well, you could probably do it because you could feel buttons, right? Or you could a get a Braille phone. Like you could get, um, you could put, you could glue little glue things to your Top your, of your phone. Do you your, know how to trigger the emergency call on the iPhone, though, right? No. I've seen it. You I've seen that hold, red button. You just hold the two buttons, the volume up and your power or whatever. You hold it down. Oh, that's and it'll right. Pop up. That's right. Well, I know Very that good. because my emergency. kids have accidentally called, called 911 multiple times. But on. in some of those cases, it probably came in handy. They well, they ended up needing it. With my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With my kids. Oh, I was in the urgent care yesterday. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? I know. I buried the lead. Um, Benjamin had a giant oh, no. goiter on his neck. What? And uh, it's one of his, we think, lymph nodes. And he's been tested for everything. AIDS? Oh, <laughs> shit. You know what? <laughs> he might have AIDS. 
that rapid AIDS test. You got to find out. <laughs> rapid AIDS. You know what? I'll take him back today. No, we. He's been tested for mono mumps. Uh, no, not mumps. Oh, because they have the vaccine. Vaccinated. I vaccinate my kids. I'm pro vaccine. I, I know. I vac- <laughs> I vac- I say, is there anything extra? Right. You can vaccinate him for yeah. shingles. Yes. I know he's a ten year old. Right. I don't care. Vaccinate him for shingles. Give yeah. him extra. Um. <laughs> so everything, like you know, the COVID, yeah. the mono, the strep, the flu. And then they do this panel with the flu where it's like all different kinds. Yes. And they're like, we don't know. It's just probably some virus, but it's it, it's just. Is he in discomfort? He said it hurts when he swallows. And and oh. she looked at his tonsils and she said, well, they're very large, but they don't look angry. So uh, I used to get that. It's um, what is that? Swollen lymph node. Yeah, yeah. it's but it's like I mean, his his he doesn't look like he has a neck right now. Did he stay home? Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to come here today, and I was like, mm, I can't take you with that goiter into the podcast oh, and say, baby. hey, is it okay if I bring him here? Do they give him like a steroid to make it go down? No. Okay. And I called his pediatrician and said, you know, he's got this giant swollen thing, and you, his whole face is kind of swollen. And they said, well, we can see him on Thursday. Jesus Christ. Because they're so overloaded. Yes, I think with, with the, with the RSV virus, and yeah. the flu and the, and the AIDS. Yeah. This never stops being funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Poor I, thing. I just feel he bad for just, him. Oh, my goodness. Because he, he really wanted to come today. Oh, He was like, pie. can I just come to work with you? Oh. I really want to come. And I said, I, I, I really can't take a viral no, child into no. a work environment. Jesus, that's so weird. Anyway, you know, he, plus he was due to go to the urgent care. It'd been, I mean, what? Yeah, yeah right. The punch they missed cards him. Will I know. He's not going to get his free, um, I don't know, cast. <laughs> Jesus, they just put a cast on his goiter. All right. Well, should I just get into it? Let's hear it. While rare, carjackings have been on the rise in recent years in cities across the United States. So it pays to have a plan for how to avoid becoming the victim of this crime and what to do if you can't. To put together both prongs of said plan, I reached... Oh, I'm sorry. I should have told you that we have a little family reunion today. We are back to the art of manliness. Yes! It's been too long. I know. I researched... So this is this guy who's talking. I'm sure his name is Butch or something. I researched I hope this so. area of tactical know-how, including talking with my buddy Mike Sieglander. I thought you were going to say Mike Siegel. <laughs> I was like, wait, What? <laughs> owner of the American Warrior Society and a self-protection and tactical training expert and share key insights on preventing and dealing with carjackings below. Now, I clicked twice Mm -hmm. on the American Warrior Society Uh, for fear it was some sort of white supremacist. I, I, I thought something. just going to take you to 4chan. Or... <laughs> yes, exactly. I was a little worried. It just looked like it was um, self-defense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> At least that's what the front page looked like. I didn't die. Yeah. Do it I, I, I'm, I'm feeling like there's some kind of overlap. <laughs> there, might be, there might be that guy who dined with the Trump on Thanksgiving. Before I started researching this article, I thought carjackings were mostly a trope from, well, he says, 70s action f- films. I don't remember it hmm. becoming a thing until like the 90s. I but thought 70s were more plane jackings. Yes. Remember that? Hijackings. Yes. Um... The news didn't seem to cover many reports on this crime, but statistics indicate that carjackings have actually been on the rise in many U.S. cities for the past decade. Chicago, Memphis, Nashville, Baltimore, and New Orleans New Orleans are just some of the cities that have reported a dramatic Ooh. increase in carjackings in recent years. I'm glad they didn't say L.A. 
I know. It's kind of surprised, actually. Do you ever worry? Here's one thing I do when I get out of my car, my Prius, yeah. I drive a Prius, with the kids in the back and I'm like getting pumping gas. Yes. I'll take the keys with me because I don't want somebody to jump in. Right. And just drive off with my kids. That's well, we're going to talk more about those kind of preventative measures. Okay. In a second. Criminologists have a theory, as this is very interesting to me, as to why the prevalence of carjackings has been going up. Tell us. Cars today are simply harder to steal without a driver already at the wheel. The fact that modern cars come equipped with anti-theft technology and will only start with a key fob in the vehicle Mm. has made stealing parked cars much more difficult, time-consuming, and dangerous for would-be thieves than it was in the days of simple hot wiring. Oh, yeah. They could just pop open yeah. with a screwdriver, put the wires together. Yes. You're, you're... Now, that I remember from lots of movies and TV yes. shows, and they always made it look incredibly easy. I know. I wonder if it really was. Like, it, it looked as easy as taking, like, a bobby pin yes. and opening a door. Right, which, yeah, they do also. I don't right. think, I bet it's not easy. It can't be. No. We should. Plus, you'd have to take off the rubber part of the bobby pin. That's also hard. That hurts, is hard. Hurts your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of stealing parked unoccupied vehicles, criminals are taking already running cars from drivers at gunpoint. Mm, it's a lot scarier. Yes. It's a lot faster and easier than stealing a car the old-fashioned way. So carjackings are up. What can you do to prevent yourself from becoming a victim of this crime? Step one is to educate yourself about the world of carjacking. You need to know where carjackings are most likely to occur and how they typically go down. Okay. So that you can formulate a plan on how to avoid the situation in the first place. So here's your dossier on the criminal world of carjacking. Dossier. It's a good word, right? I like it. Especially for the man of the art of manliness. Most carjackings occur in high crime areas. Mm -hmm. Duh. Duh was there. It was there. Okay. That wasn't your duh. Was not mine. You're not a big duh person. No. Doy Hickey. I'm a big Doy <laughs> Doy Hickey? What's Doy Hickey? You didn't Hickey? used to say that when you were a kid? Not the Hickey part. Do- Doy. I, Doy. I've never heard Doy. Doy Hickey. I never heard Maybe Doy Hickey. Maybe it's another one of my phantom memories. No, no. <laughs> it, it, might, it might be a Valley or a California thing. It might thing. be. Once again, I'll have to consult my friend Chantal. Ask who, yeah, ask Chantal. Who uh, I grew up with. Okay. But um, but Mike says they're also increasingly happening in the safer, wealthier parts of town, too. Mm-hmm. That's typically where the nicer cars filled with nice things are at. Yes. So, there's, um, so that's where criminals go. Carjacking is a crime of opportunity. Okay. Carjackers prefer to work at night and in dark areas. Parking lots and intersections with poor lighting are favorite spots. Ooh. Carjackings do occur, however, in driveways or near the entrances into gated communities. Carjackers typically strike when the person is getting into their vehicle. Oh, boy. 92% of carjacking happens when the victim is alone in the car. Makes sense. Don't be alone. 90% of carjackings involved involves the use of a weapon, typically a firearm. Mm-hmm. Carjackers generally are under the age of 21. It's a young man's game. Oh. Can't be, you can't be having osteoporosis and trying to... So we're not going to be carjackers. We're not going to be carjackers. We're not. We're going to be the carjacked. We're going to get jacked. Yeah. That sounds kind of... Sexy? Yeah. Sure. Get jacked. Um, I saw, you know how those ads come up on Facebook, you know? Mm-hmm. Ads, yeah. <laughs> I got to get out of this. Oh, I've been to the uh, the home too many times. I sound very old. Anyway, some ad came up for jack boots. And I was like, we're really going to call these jack boots? What were they? They were boots. And maybe maybe the Nazis 
wore something that was previously called jackboots, but jackboots is so associated with Nazis that I can't believe anyone would call anything jackboots. Really? Anymore. Right? Jackbooted thugs. That's the I, Nazis, I, I don't right? know this expression. Oh, you don't? I don't. Oh, okay. But I, look it up. I, uh, I don't care for it. Well, it's just weird that you would even, like, even if it came before, like, jackbooted thugs. All right. I don't care for it. It seems, it seems anti-Semitic. It is. I don't. I don't want I, it. I don't know if it was intended. It didn't look like it was intended to be, but it just seemed like anyway. Well, I am against it. <laughs> I'm taking a stand. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for your allyship. Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. Um, okay. Below, we discuss how to counteract the factors that make someone more vulnerable to this crime in order to make yourself far less so. Maintain situational awareness. Now, I. Was, I I do a lot of these things incorrectly, so this was very good for me to learn. Okay. The key points are, of course, paying attention to your surroundings. Get off your phone. Okay. Look for anomalies in your environment. Mm-hmm. And three, have a plan for if something goes wrong. Situational awareness doesn't mean being paranoid, just staying in a state of calm attentiveness. Mm-hmm. Park in well-lit and well-populated areas. As mentioned above, carjackings are crimes of opportunity. Carjackers will steal a car if they think they're more likely to get away with it and they're more likely to get away with it if there's no one around and it's dark. Don't give carjackers the opportunity. Park your car in well-lit and well-populated areas. Avoid parking next to big vans okay. or other objects that will obscure the view of witnesses. That's smart. Don't yes. just don't get near a van. Don't get near a van, period. For any For reason. For any reason. Gosh. The goal is to park in a place where lots of people can see you and your own visibility is high. Get in and get out of your car with purpose. Carjackers typically prey on drivers that appear weak or distracted. Mm -mm. So don't look weak or distracted. No. Just don't do it. I think, you know what? You go into every situation, you got to look like a badass bitch. That's right. Pumping your gas. Hashtag. Changing a diaper in the Target bathroom. (laughs) Well, don't do it. You know, I see a lot of people changing their kid's diaper in the back of their car, like if they have an SUV. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Although. You kind of have to sometimes. Yeah, I know. I'm just thinking that might be a bad idea. Have your badass bitch face on. Yeah. You know, you just got to put that badass yeah. bitch face on. No, I'm not judging those people. I'm just saying that might be a bad idea because you could get carjacked. It's like, give me your keys. Yeah. You've got a naked baby on your hands. Of course, yeah. you're just going to grab the baby. and that, Then you know what you do? You grab that diaper full of And you put it in their face. And you throw it at their face. Such a good idea. Oh, that would stop them in their tracks. When you're walking to your car, keep your head on a swivel. Mm. Before you get in the car, look inside it, scanning both the front and back seats. As soon as you, cl- I bet you do that anyway, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. As soon as you climb in the driver's seat, lock the doors and get moving. Yep. Don't fiddle on your phone or the radio. Same goes for when you're getting out of the car. As soon as you stop, get out and get moving to your destination. Wait, sorry. As soon as you, as soon as you stop, get out and get moving to your destination. The more time you sit in your car looking at your phone, the more time you give a carjacker uh, to stick you up. So that's what I say that I do wrong. Because like, I mean, I'm not out at night that much anyway, but definitely during the day, if like I finished a class and then I go to my car, I, I mean, I do lock my doors, but then I get out my phone and I'm on my phone before I leave the parking lot. You know what I mean? I don't just like get moving right away. I do that too. I mean, I think I, I'm like, which podcast do I want to listen to on my drive? Right. Well, (laughs) only one. This one. How to survive. Yeah. But yeah, it, it did, it did stop and make me think. Okay, keep your doors locked and your windows rolled up. Your goal is to make it as hard as possible for someone to carjack you. Leaving your doors unlocked and windows um, 
down makes you an easy victim. As soon as you get into your car, make it a habit to lock the doors. And as great as it would be to roll the windows down on a beautiful spring day and crank up Santeria by Sublime. No. While sipping a surge. Wait, what? Keep your windows rolled up in high crime areas of town. That I think they're trying to be funny, right? I think they're trying to be funny. Because that's like... Because it's... I want that person to be carjacked. Yes. I don't know what a surge is. Is surge like a... Energy loco drink? Or, yeah, it must be like an a, energy drink. An extra caffeinated type of, like, it was like a Mountain Dew kind of thing. Yes. But it had extra caffeine. Okay. Yeah. yeah it was like a gaming thing from the... I didn't even know they made that anymore. That's like a 90s I don't thing. know if they... Well, they don't make Sublime anymore. But that didn't... <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to provide easy access to thieves. I gotta say... If that song comes on, I keep it on. But I know it's awful. I know Sublime in general is just. Fairly... I don't. I don't. The tune isn't coming to me. I don't practice Santeria. Oh right, I ain't right. Got no yeah. crystal ball. There were a lot of bad songs in that time <laughs> period. Know. A lot of bad. I know. Um, That's all right. Many new cars have a feature that locks the door automatically when you start the car. Mm-hmm. Mike, rem- this is Mike again. Mike recommends turning the feature on so that you don't have to think about locking your doors when you get in your vehicle. I think mine just does that. I don't know if mine does or not. I think it does it sometimes. I'm not sure. Don't travel solo when driving to a dangerous part of town. 92% of... Dangerous part of town. Dangerous. <laughs> dangerous part of town. Dangerous. 92% of carjacking victims were alone in their car at the time of the crime. While it's not possible to have a buddy with you every time you get in the car, if you know you'll be driving in a dangerous part of town, take a co-pilot along. Again, carjackers are criminals of opportunity. If you've got a friend with you, it means the carjacker is likely outnumbered, diminishing his chances of success and making him think twice about targeting your vehicle. When stopped in your vehicle, like at a stoplight, be sure you can see the tires of the car in front of you. This will put enough space between you and the car in front of you to allow you to steer and drive away Ah. if some bad dudes try to jack your car. Yes. Also have a, I mean, that's really bold to just come up to you when you're at a red light. But that's how I've seen it in movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think it's also just smart to have distance between you yes. and another car. Yeah. Because if you get hit from yeah. behind or something. Yeah. Also have a plan every time you're at a stoplight. If you have to drive away, have an idea of where you'd go, says Mike. And don't be afraid to ignore sidewalks and traffic lines or hit a traffic sign. In a life or death situation, all surfaces become drivable. So don't worry about those pedestrians nope. that you mow down on the sidewalk. People are drivable. <laughs> Bumpy people. Yeah. They could stop you. One underhanded tactic that some criminals use to carjack is called the bump and run. The carjacker, Karen knows all about that. The carjacker and an accomplice <laughs> will intentionally bump their vehicle into the rear of the victim's car. Oh. Thinking he's been involved in a fender bender, the victim will get out of his car to oh, assess no. the damage and exchange insurance information. Oh, no. That's when the carjacker will threaten the victim and steal his car. Well, you know what? I don't know how to tell you. I mean. Yeah, I know. It's like somebody hits you. What are you supposed to do? Just stay in your Well, th- they're going to tell you. Oh, OK. But I know it's it, the carjacker zooms away in your vehicle. His accomplice drives away in his and the victim is left stranded. If you do get rear-ended, pull your car over into a well-lit and populated area. Okay. You want as many people as you can to see you. If there isn't a good place to pull over, keep driving with your flashers on. So if the person who bumped you is an is an average citizen, they know you'll be stopping until you find one. If right. you suspect the bumper is likely a car thief, call the police and stay in your car with doors locked and windows rolled up until the police arrive. That makes sense. If I would just say, yeah, if you feel anything weird about it. Yeah. Go with just just the safe lock option. the doors. Yes. Call the police. Yes, you're getting carjacked. What do you do? Despite all the pre- 
precautions you've taken. You've got some rando pointing a gun at your head and telling you to get out of the car. What do you do? Just give them your car. Most carjackers just want your car, so give it to them. Your life is more important than your Honda Civic. Cars are replaceable. You aren't. What I, if What if I have a Rolls Royce? Then no, fight, fight, yep. fight like your life depends on it. What if here's what about this option? Yeah, put the car in reverse, run them over. I like well, all services are drivable, right? So yeah, just drive over the carjacker. That's not a bad idea. I mean, but why would they be in the back? I just pictured them behind me for some reason. Well, you have that parallel parking thing. Yeah. That, that automatic parallel parking yeah. thing in your car. So maybe you could <laughs> slowly <laughs> yeah. sideline them. Yes. I feel like they could shoot me, though, before, by the time. That's probably that true. Like, so many chances to mow me down. Or they'll just be wowed by your automatic parallel Yeah. Look how good I have. Parallel parking. Look at, I don't just impress my dad with my parallel parking. <laughs> I also it's impress. It's so hard to parallel park when someone's watching you. It so. really is. Get kids out of the car first. If you have kids in the car, make sure the kids get out before you do. Don't let some bad guy get behind the wheel of the car if your kids are still no. in the car. You've heard those stories of someone yes. hijacking a car or carjacking and, and not realizing a baby in there's the a back. baby. Just tell the carjacker that they can take the car, yes. but that your kids have to get out first. Or you can take the car, but you have to take the kids. Yes. Or that. It's depending <laughs> on. Yes. If the kids are old enough to get out by themselves, tell them to get out and as far away from the car and the criminal as possible. If they can't get out of the car by themselves, turn around to the back seat and get them out. Again, children should never be in the car without you. Do not get in the car with them. Okay, we sort of covered this on a um, on another episode, but I'll just go over it. If your carjacker tells you to move over and stay in the car with them or demands that you get back in after he's taken over the driver's seat, do whatever is needed to avoid complying. Your attacker is likely taking you to a second crime scene. Oh, no, no, no. Do not do that. You don't want to go mm -hmm. to a second crime scene. Mm -hmm. These are places that are entirely hidden from public view where violent criminals kill, rape, beat their victims. Crime studies show that a victim's chance of survival go down once they get to a second crime scene. You don't want to go with them. No. There's no good reason. No. They don't want to go play asteroids with you. That's such a... <laughs> but what if they did? Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> they don't. Control whatever weapon your attacker is using and unleash violence on them. Yeah. Mike recommends keeping a pepper gel or foam as a first line of defense. You want to avoid oh. a pepper spray because it could mist back on you. Mm. Did you know it came in, in, in gel or foam? No. I didn't. You want something that shoots directly on the criminal and stays on them. But do you have to then get the certain kind of dispenser that, you know, like soap dispensers, you can't do the foamy soap dispenser, the fo foamy soap and a regular dispenser? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure it comes in the dispenser. You I want it to come in like silly string. <laughs> yeah. Just silly string them in the face. Yeah. Because then it's like a party, too. Hold on. Hold on. She's going to shake, 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 shake. Wait, wait, wait. I got to. Okay. Um, use improvised use improvised weapons. I think we've done this before. In fact, I think we thought about making it a shirt or something. Gouge eyes, yes. stomp feet, knee nuts. Yeah, wear Louboutins. Yes. Don't worry about how damaged your feet are going to be. <laughs> or your Louboutins. Yeah. If you're armed, Mike recommends practicing how to handle your firearm in your vehicle. I mean, look, we don't have firearms, but some people do. So yeah. what they're saying is if... If, then do this. Handling a firearm in a closed environment like a car seat poses some challenges. Mm -hmm. You'll need to practice how to get access to your firearm and how to aim and fire it. You'll also need to practice how to manage your firearm 
if you have passengers in your vehicle so that you don't get injured, that they don't get injured. They need to know what to do in the event you have to use a gun in your vehicle. And this takes practice. This is your own gun. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. saying if you have, I mean, I guess if you yeah. wrestled it away, that's good too. But many firearm training centers offer classes on how to handle a firearm in a car. Yeah. Didn't know that. If you carry a weapon, Mike recommends taking a class. Also, just practice with a red gun or other type of training gun. I guess a red gun is a training gun. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I'm guessing one that doesn't actually use real bullets. If your defenses fail and the carjacker puts you into the trunk. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, we talked about that in another episode, but how to get out. As mentioned above, carjackings are rare but rising. Using your common sense rules, you can avoid being a victim. But if you do get carjacked, you'll know how to handle it. Are you ready for a story? Please. Rebecca Matus, Matus, Matous, M-A-T-O-U-S. How would you say that? M-A-T-O-U-S. Matus, I think. Okay. Rebecca Matus moved from Seattle to Daytona Beach for a change of pace and scenery. That was her first problem. I mean, it's... I. I I thought the same thing. And then I was like, well, you know what? If you're in Seattle, you're probably just sick of the rain, right? Depressed. So you're going to somewhere sunny. Yeah. And Daytona Beach, I'm sure, is extremely sunny. Beautiful weather. But still, that's a culture shock right there. That really is a change. Um, But the 22-year-old was here for only... This is a new super article. 22. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. 22-year-old was only here for four months before she became the victim in one of eight armed robberies in the city from June 2nd through June 15th. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, it's Daytona Beach. Matus was carjacked at gunpoint the morning of June 10th after returning to her place in Countryside Apartments following a trip to the Walmart on Belleville Road in Daytona Beach. The suspects have not been caught. This was, I tried to find a follow-up and I couldn't. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happened to the suspects. I just never thought this would happen to me, period. You never think it's going to be you, Matus said in a phone interview Thursday from Seattle. I felt pretty safe where I was. Granted, the apartments aren't the best, but I still felt pretty safe. She said she went... Now, this is the weird part of the story. She went to the store at 6 or 6.30. What? I was going to... A.M. or P.M.? A.M. Wow, that's early. I was going to make coffee and start her day after returning from Walmart. I I mean... Maybe she woke up and was like, I don't have any coffee. Yeah. And I got to go buy some. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or maybe she's just an early riser, but God bless her. Yeah. Or hadn't slept at all yet. Or hadn't slept at all because she's 22 in Mm -hmm. Daytona Beach. Mm Mm-hmm. Before Matus could get out of her car, police said two men with handguns forced their way inside and ordered her to drive to her bank in Port Orange without to withdraw money. Oh, boy. You're kind of like, is this really happening to me, Matus said? It's such an intense moment for anyone to go through. During the four-mile drive to Chase Bank, she kept wondering what to say, what to do, and if she was going to live. All while, the two males cursed and made threats toward her. They were saying things to me that I don't want to repeat, Matu said. I knew they were trying to intimidate me even more as if they needed to. They already have guns. I mean, I know. I don't that's know. intimidating I know. enough. Just, I would think you'd want to keep her calm. Yeah, like. So she doesn't drive into, you know, a brick wall or something. Yes. She said instead of, now, this is probably not what you should do, just so you know. This is probably the okay. opposite of what you should do, but it's an interesting story. She said instead of taking out money at the ATM, as the robbers had ordered her to do when they arrived at the bank, she grabbed her car keys and ran. Wow. Bold move. Pretty bold. You know, when you're 22, though, you, I guess. you feel invincible. You really don't uh, yeah, realize guess. you're going to die someday. While Matus ran up to a woman's car and asked for help, she was shot in the legs. Whoa. Police, Those guys meant business. I mean, they really did. 
you would think they wouldn't do that because there's that other woman right witnesses. witnesses yeah police said the bullet entered and exited one leg and then hit her other leg I don't even understand the mechanics of that <laughs> oh it's a side I guess so unless she had her legs crossed Matu said the woman and another person whose car she ran up to for help drove away people are the worst yeah. She said it was hard seeing people drive away from her when she really needed help. Maybe they didn't know what to do, Matus said. Well, that's generous. <sighs> Matus made it. I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine I would do that. I can't imagine. I think I would just scream to get the person in the car. I don't know. I, I Look, I don't none know. I'm know. hoping. None of us know yeah. what we'll do. Matus made it into a nearby McDonald's where she said the people inside graciously helped her. Thank goodness. I hope they gave her some fries. I hope so. Biggies. Biggie fries. Biggies? Isn't there... <laughs> That's Wendy's. Oh. Used to be Wendy's. Why do I even know that? I've never, I don't think I've ever been to a Wendy's. <laughs> Commercials. Yeah. They, they get That's in your brain. Right. Matus had worked as a waitress here, but went back to Seattle just a few days after she got, after she was shot. Yeah. That'll, that'll turn you off a place. <laughs> yeah. Said that anyone who finds themselves in a similar, similar, said that anyone who finds themselves in a situation similar to hers and sees a window of opportunity and a chance to escape should take it. I pretty much knew that I was either going to die or I was going to get out of it, she said. Don't hesitate ever. I don't know. I don't think I agree with her assessment. Well, I'm not she, sure why yeah, I mean, if she, she just gave them the cash, they might leave. Maybe she got a sense, though, that yeah, these I mean, guys they're were... They're screaming at her on the way. Yeah. I feel like so, if they shot her when she ran, that was the plan all along. Like, no mm, witness. If they were so. that willing to just shoot at her, maybe... Yeah. That's an interesting point. Maybe she... You know what? Maybe she had the right instinct. And yeah, maybe they were like, we're going to kill you. Yeah. She didn't want to repeat it, so we don't really even yeah. know what they said. But she might have gotten a sense that right. they were so out of their minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they might have been right, really because, high. They might have yeah. been so like crazy that she was like, these guys are actually going to kill me. Yeah. What if right. they were super polite and it just ruins her story? <laughs> like, I know we've got a gun, but we ruined this money. So if we can just go get some money out of right. your we'll be fine. Well, you think just... that would be the, 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 the plan. Yeah. Like, you keep the victim. Anyway. Yeah. Matu said she doesn't plan on coming back to Daytona Beach because while it's hard on her relationship with her boyfriend, she has a great support system of family and friends in Seattle. And she got shot. And she's yeah, she got shot. <laughs> so maybe just stay that in turned Seattle. her off. That yeah. turned her off the place. I, that would turn me off. I think yeah, I'd have some PTSD about the place too. So she started physical therapy. If I oh, I hope she didn't go to where my mom oh, is. Oh man, you do not want cornbread served right on the tray. No doily. If, so rude. If I walk too much in one day, I have to sit down and stop, which is pretty hard for me because I'm a pretty independent person, Matu said. I just try to remain grateful because I could be dead. A lot worse things could have happened to me. She said she's been personally inspired by the resilience and perspective on life many of the victims in the Boston Marathon bombings demonstrated and hopes to share her story with others and let them know you can make it out of bad situations a stronger person. Sometimes you can't help but feel victimized. But they were just looking for a random person to rob. She said, "I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time." I think that's an excellent. Um, that's a really take on it. Wise perspective. Well, that was uh, how to avoid how to so avoid. I'm so, I'm changing the name of the show. How to avoid with Danielle how Christine. to avoid <laughs> how to survive a carjacking. I think we're pretty well versed in this now. We're all going to avoid being just be yeah. vigilant. Vigilant and, <laughs> and resilient. Have resilient, be vigilant. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle. Christine. Any updates you want to share from the break? No, I don't have any updates. Uh Uh-uh. Don't think so. Sorry. All right. (laughs) You? Well, um, I got a confirmation that my son does not have COVID. Good. Which we already knew, but yeah, just... Because a swelling of the lymph nodes isn't really a sign of COVID. No, no, but we just wanted to make sure. So that's great. Swollen glands. That's what I get sometimes. Yeah. I used to get them all the time. So it's probably just Is a gland different than a lymph node? You're asking the wrong lady. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I just know that they refer to a swollen gland. A lymph node is a gland. But that a gland tracks. is a lymph node. It's like the square in the rectangle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We are going deep today. Well, we are going deep with a very special guest. In the first half of the show, we talked about how to survive a carjacking. And now we're going to talk about how to survive a pizza jacking with our very special guest, Martha Kelly. Hi, hey, Martha. Martha. Hey, ladies. So you know Martha from um, Euphoria? Yes. What's the character's name on Euphoria? Lori. Lori. She's a bad, bad lady, right? She's a really evil sociopath. Drug, yeah. drug dealer slash human trafficker. Yeah, um, exactly like Martha. Yeah. And you, <laughs> Such an easy character for you to play. <laughs> Tracks. And you also know her from Hacks. She's the HR lady at the agency. Oh, she's I hysterical. Love I love hacks. So and much. Uh, she's Emmy nominated. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. But I just know her as Martha because we used to do stand up together. And that's how I know Martha. So, yeah. Anyway, we're very excited that you're here. I impressed my younger cousin at uh, Thanksgiving by saying you were going to be on the show. Oh, so that's really I sweet. earned my. Uh, <laughs> Stripes. I earned my stuffing. Do you get a lot of teenagers now coming up to you for Euphoria? I wouldn't say a lot, but for sure the most I'm ever approached about is that very young audience from Euphoria. Mm -hmm. And they're always really sweet, which is funny because my character is a monster. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, but yeah, it's not that much though. I mean, I would say like, no more than maybe in the year probably since it came out no more than like 30 kids that's that's not that's not nothing yeah no it's really sweet but it's for sure i'm still enjoying a fully private life (laughs) with no uh loss of privacy due to celebrity okay that's good (laughs) isn't that the perfect sweet spot though it is pretty nice yeah what were, were the emmys fun um it was fun because my teenage niece went with me Aww. and um, she had fun and we, we got to sit at a table with really nice people from other people from Hacks. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, nice. And then Bill Burr and his wife and they were really nice and uh, 
Yeah, and, wow. um, and Coleman from uh, Euphoria, who and his partner, and he won. So it was really Aww. it was a sweet table. They were. I w- when I walked up to it, I, I was like, I don't know if I'm allowed to sit with these people because I recognize them. <laughs> but they were so nice, and Aww. it was just fun. And the, my favorite part of the night was driving through Starbucks with my niece after and hearing her tell me all about her high school goings on. It was really fun. Yeah. Do you have another sibling other than your twin? Because um, yeah, my my brother. It's oh, his okay. Because I was like, I yeah. didn't know you had a niece. Okay. Yeah, my brother's two kids uh, who are both in high school now and simply delightful as always. Oh, you're a twin. Was, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I have twins. So. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I listen to um, the podcast, and so you have a boy and a girl. Yeah. 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 My sister and I are not identical, mm-hmm. and I know uh, girl-boy twins are platonic. They just can't be. T- they just They're can't platonic. Be. They don't yeah. have sex. They don't. I, I hope that <laughs> they never do. <laughs> Wait, that's not the word. Fraternal. Yeah. 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 Well, they're platonic. Hopefully they're both. I yeah. mean, some of Ideally. them are, some of them fall in love because they have true. so much in common. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But toys in the attic. I'm I pretty sure believe. mine won't. Yeah. No, they can barely yes. stand to be in this. But maybe it's maybe it's that love hate. <laughs> they're so attracted to each they're other. So they just can't, can't they stand it. They can't stop fighting oh. with each other. Oh. I'm sorry. This is a bad road to get. I'm sorry. I can't believe That's I said. Okay. <laughs> I've been a fraternal twin my whole life. I can't believe I forgot the word. I actually thought you were an identical twin. No, we're fraternal, um, but yeah, we we you sound look the lo- same. Oh, maybe that's it. We we look like we definitely look like siblings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's so something. Yeah. Um, so speaking of going down bad roads, what is this story? Before you were big time Emmy nominated <laughs> actress, you had a regular person's job, which was. I had a lot of regular person's jobs, but the one we're going to talk about is a Domino's pizza delivery driver. Glamorous. And um, it was in the early 90s. Two weeks prior to that, I totaled my car delivery. Uh, what? Oh, no. I forgot. Were you trying to make it in 30 minutes or less? Yeah, even though officially <laughs> that policy was not in place, it absolutely was still like you need oh. to do it. Because then if people complain, we would give them a free pizza. And then oh, and that then eats Domino's, into the profits. Yeah. So I, um, I made a U-turn from the curb. And um, a lady was coming really fast and T-boned me and totaled my car. Oh, God. Yeah. And then... Did when, you get hurt? I did, but not seriously, because I remembered from a defensive di- driving class, if you are about to get hit, most people will hit the brakes instinctively, but you should accelerate because you might be able to get out of oh, the way. Uh-huh. Oh, And so I did accelerate, and so she... It caved in the back seat, oh, that's driver's genius. side. What yeah, a good tip. But it yeah. was yeah, but it was totally just a split second. Remember, I don't know how I remembered it and did it that quickly, but <laughs> but I do remember her opening the passenger side of my car to yell at me. <laughs> Whoa, and, well, the, what happened is I had been hit so hard and I was kind of stunned. My my Domino's hat was askew <laughs> and my glasses were askew so she opened the door to yell at me and was like what are you doing and I turned to look and she went oh okay alright listen we're gonna the paramedics are coming don't oh. worry like she was really sweet and um then I got <laughs> two weeks later in my new used car it's Valentine's Day 
deliver romantic very Mm, romantic day to be delivering pizzas and um went to an area where we were specifically told not to get out of the car what because it was dangerous yeah because in that area people would call and fake order pizza and then you'd get out to deliver it and they'd rob you okay so this was a known thing okay yeah so then why did they send you there um, because occasionally people really did want pizza from there. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't ruin it just be, for one bad apple or, or a, a barrel of bad yes. apples, a bushel of bad apples. That sounds like the neighborhood I moved to when I first got here. Oh, really? Pizza Hut would not come to us after really? a certain time of day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So then they send out a young single woman yeah, and to do this. But our instructions were, which I had done before, you roll your window down just enough to slide a pizza Jesus through and Christ. for them to slide the money through. Okay. But once again, I had another delivery after this and was trying to make it all under 30 minutes. And I had just delivered to someone across the street who mm-hmm. had been real, had come to the car. And I was like, oh, this is fine, clearly. And I'm in a hurry. I'm going to get out. Also, <gasps> I, also oh. I thought they, I thought that they were racist for not wanting us to get out of the car in this neighborhood. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not going along oh, with this. Um, <laughs> so I got out and I walked up to the apartment building and it was very dark and I couldn't see the numbers and there was a man sitting on the steps in the dark and I said, do you know where apartment, whatever it was like 212 is? And he stood up and walked over to me and he looked up and he said, I think it's that one over there. And then while when I looked up, he pulled out a big knife. <gasps> oh my and God. He, I'll just spoiler alert. I was not harmed. And he okay. and he didn't do anything other, other than just show <laughs> Show you a knife. Display the knife. Yes. Uh-huh. But he pulled it out while I was looking away, and then he said, "Give me your money." And I looked back, and I was like, "Yeah, of course. I'm not. I had. Yeah, we wore these little fanny packs <laughs> mm-hmm. where we kept the money and coupons and stuff. It's like I'm not fighting anyone yeah. for Domino's money. So I gave him the money. Now all the bills. Garen earlier pointed out, drivers are not supposed to carry more than twenty dollars and change so did right. you how much money did you have on you i probably had like 50 because it'd be like you wouldn't you wouldn't leave you're the doing store. more than one yeah. yeah so um i gave him the bills and then he started counting them and i in my mind i was like what if it's not enough and he gets mad yeah, so i right. i said do you want the coins? Because I had a bunch of quarters, too, from people. <laughs> Here, do you, and he's like, yeah, he took them. And then he just um, put the money, I guess, in his pocket. I'm still, by the way, I'm holding a large yeah. pizza uh-huh. and a six-pack of Coke, which uh-huh. is not in my other hand. It's on top of the pizza. And he says, he puts his arm on my shoulder and kind of turns me back towards the street and says go on back to your car now but he had he put his other hand on top of the cokes yeah and so i (laughs) do you want this and he said yes and then he just slowly pushed it all down to the ground so i'm it's just weird. <laughs> he's, I don't know. It was because so weird. Because he had weird. his hands full of a knife and money. Yeah. So he yeah. had to maneuver it this yeah. way. Yeah. So he just slowly, so I slowly lowered this pizza and Cokes to the ground. And I go back to my car and I go back to the store and they called the police. But I was like, I couldn't, it was dark. He had a baseball cap. 
And also, I made a point of not staring at his face because I'm like, yeah, I don't want him death. to think yes. I'm gonna ID him. I, you know, I would have just looked at the ground. That yeah, I definitely was trying to be like, and I just was really calm and and uh, frozen and kind of you know, yeah, fear, but. Overall, I would say a, a pretty um, best case scenario if you have to get robbed because he didn't do anything even mean, you know, he yeah. didn't like say anything terrible mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. he wasn't rough. He didn't hold the knife up to me. He just he just showed it to you like, like look at my cool knife. Yeah. I'm like, hey, here, have a, have the money. I now, don't. Did he tip you with your own money? <laughs> because you did, after all, give him a free large pizza yeah. and a six pack of that Coke. Was some pretty good customer service. <laughs> um, I mean, I like to think that at some point he did order again as a real customer <laughs> to me just because he remembered how what a nice um, time he had robbing me. I hope. So maybe the fig- he figured the tip was like that he let her live. Th- yes. Yeah. Good wit. Nice. I like your positivity. Good way to look at it. So yeah. was it the sort of thing while I'm just speaking from my one experience with with the sort of thing? Where you were very calm in the moment, and it wasn't until later that you sort of freaked out? Yeah, but I don't remember that I ever really freaked out, but I did go through a period of, of uh, pan- e- being easily panicked for mm. a few months. If anyone moved quickly towards me oh. for any, or even if they weren't coming at me, they were just coming fast to yes. somewhere near me, I would go. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um, Did you keep delivering pizza after that? Yeah, I did for mm-hmm. several more months. Was this before cell phones? Yes. So yeah. okay. So wow, that so you just had to drive back to the Domino's, like yeah. And how far was it? Um, probably like fifteen minutes. And then did the third customer that night? They got they they were shit out of luck. They didn't yeah. get their pizza. <laughs> Did you yeah. ever think of that, Martha? They didn't, Did you ever that, think of that poor soul, the real victim? The wait, forgotten victim. They got a free pizza, probably. Because no, somebody oh, yeah, they, ended yeah. up delivering to them. Yeah, later. Yeah, but later, later, and it was free. Yeah, those people and the people. I had pizzas in the car the night my 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 car was totaled. I was going to ask that, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, went, yeah. Went to the ER. Domino's did pay for the doctor oh, for good. that. And uh there, I do know after I got robbed, there was a, a bit of a interrogation vibe of like, is this just a driver who's keeping the money and saying they were robbed? There was a slight Whoa. weird like, you know. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess people could do that. People. I mean, any lo- I've had a lot of minimum wage jobs and tip jobs. It's like anyone who's being underpaid. Might, might steal from the company, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Right. Mm-hmm. But also because I wasn't like crying or anything, I think maybe that seems suspicious. But right. But like, if they had fired me over that, like again, no, who cares? I can get another terrible job, <laughs> another a job that puts my life in danger yeah. on a regular basis. I love yeah. it. We don't let people deliver there so you can roll down the window. You know what also fits through a window that size? A gun barrel? Yes. A knife? Yeah. I would have been way more scared if the guy had had a gun. Yeah. And also, like, there were guy drivers that would occasionally get robbed, and they would often get, like, beat up as well. Jesus. Wow. So I think that I was... For, like, 50 bucks. Yeah, and I, I just think... I think I was lucky that my reaction was really calm, so yes. I didn't I didn't escalate this person's 
need to be aggressive or whatever. I didn't, I, I'm assuming if you're committing a crime, you're probably scared too on some level. So you're, yeah. e- you would be easily set off maybe. I don't know. But um, yeah, really glad I don't um, work in that Jesus. industry. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't too. Th- you don't think of like dominoes delivery people as like first responders like people have to be put yeah. in dangerous situations on the regular that's terrible it was pretty bananas um but but like much more um personally um impactful was when i delivered pizzas to a kid's backyard pool party birthday and one of the kids sprayed me in the face with a water gun that no. was i was much more upset by that no <laughs> Wait a it second. Was, how old was how old were these children? I think that they were like um, probably fifth or sixth grade. Okay, so asshole age. Asshole. And, sorry, no offense. No, no offense. Chris. I'm with you. Um, I'm living it. A boy. I'm taking it. Yes. And did anyone reprimand him for this? His mom yelled at him. I. It was in the summer, and I part of me just was like, first of all, kids that age are assholes. I certainly was at that age, although I never sprayed an adult in the face with a water gun. <laughs> a stranger. <laughs> oh my God. Just someone doing their minimum wage job. But it, it was... A li- it it was upsetting and embarrassing, but it also was a little bit funny. Okay. <laughs> and I also know even when kids are assholes, I don't want them to get in trouble. So I was, his mom yelled at him. I was like, I don't care <laughs> at, that, at that point. Like, I'm glad he doesn't have a gun, like a real Jesus gun. God. You know, it wasn't really. So it a, was the birthday kids. Yeah, it was a birthday kids. And uh, he was the one who sprayed you the birthday kid. Yeah. Um, that story is amazing. I'm so glad you were are okay obviously and that you have risen above your pizza shuttling days because you are you're shuttling pizza that's what you're doing yeah shuttling joy shuttling joy yeah (laughs) yeah well we did get a free pizza for dinner every night that you worked so you so sick of pizza by the end or sadly i never got tired of it i could still eat domino's today if i was gonna eat junk food i would enjoy it i enjoy the thin crust domino's that cut into squares yeah i actually don't mind that I mean, it I might be too it. cracker-like for some people. I like it. I don't like a thick crust. Yeah. I don't mind it, but I also like their regular crust, just standard pepperoni pizza. So you'll still order it occasionally? Well, I don't really order pizza anymore, um, but if I was going to, I certainly you would, wouldn't yeah, mind go Domino's. Back to the, yeah. So it was... Your alma mater. <laughs> it was, And also, my alma mater, my old home... My old Domino's home. It was also fun on Saturday nights to turn on the um, 104.3 Disco Saturday Nights uh-huh. was on the radio all night and just drive around listening to the oldies. Um, yeah, I had some great times. <laughs> <laughs> the nights she wasn't robbed at gunpoint <laughs> or at knife point. Could yeah. be fun. Oh, my God. Martha, yeah. well, before we go, I just want to check in with are you coming back on the next season of both your shows what or do you not know or what's the story i don't know yet my default is always to assume i'll never work again same <laughs> so i'm not assuming i will but of okay. course they were both lovely experiences so if i if i do get asked back of course we'll be like yes okay we will be looking so, for you yeah i think i think um 
Euphoria, um, the showrunner Sam was uh, Sam Levinson was doing another show, and the last I talked to my manager about it, it was like they were still wrapping up that show before okay. he even started the next season writing for Euphoria. But he also the storylines were really different from season one to season two, so I mm. wouldn't. I don't think I could assume that Lori would come back because I don't know. What the yeah yeah but and she's such a monster that if I if I don't go back and it's just she died off camera like that's what she deserves so but don't you want to die on camera wouldn't that be sort of fun I would just be afraid my acting would be terrible because because <laughs> like how I don't know how to convincingly die I guess yeah i'm i'm so afraid of being a bad actor that um unless it's really like subdued the way i am in real life i'm like right. i don't well i i will tell you I, I already told this to you in private but my good friend leslie who is a very good actress you know was like blown away by you blown away like like she's a very tough critic and she thought you were amazing that's really yeah. nice. Did you tell her that's how Martha sounds in real no, life? No, I didn't want to burst her bubble and say there's really very little acting going on. Martha just <laughs> speaks in monotone as, as her default. She wouldn't maybe say those specific lines, but that is exactly how she is. That is what I am like in every role. So, yeah. And baskets. You wrote baskets and that was amazing, right? That was a really sweet great time i mean that that changed my life because that was my first acting job and if zach hadn't written a part specifically for my monotone <laughs> i would never have gotten any other acting work like i never i wasn't auditioning for anything and i wasn't planning on trying to be an actor before right. that you know so he really changed my life, I know, and he Zach Alfanakis we're talking about. And people don't know he always has acted like I'm the one who did him a favor. Like oh, he's just a sweet person. So yeah, I love that oh, guy. That's so great. I love that. That's such a happy story. And we love to see you. So we love to see you in the next seasons. Yes. Well, yes. Fingers crossed. I won't be going back to Domino's, but <sighs> I Jesus. I wouldn't. I'll not, as a as a non-famous character actor, it is kind of a gamble every year. And so that's a good point. I don't know. Um, probably a normal job is in my future at some point, but I'll <laughs> I'll avoid honest work as long as I can. Uh, avoid at least a uniform. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm <laughs> suggesting. We yeah. can aim higher than that for you, I think. Yeah, that uniform and the hat. Mm -hmm. Oh my heartbreaking god! I'm hat. trying to picture the hat. I can't picture a Domino's hat. Maybe Doesn't they don't have like squares on it or something. Like it's two like, squares. Yeah, like I think it was like red and blue and white. Is it a paper hat or a no, proper like hat? No, like a baseball hat. Like oh, a yes. Okay, now I can. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, it was. Oh, I want pictures, Martha. It was hard. I, I do wish the lady who ran into me when she flung my door open had, had <laughs> taken, taken a, a snapshot. <laughs> she just had a disposable camera in her car. She could have yeah. ran and grabbed it. This, you're going to want this later. This is funny. Yeah. Like, oh, God. That, it must have looked funny, but she was like, she started yelling and then was like, oh, Okay. Oh, oh, this yeah. poor thing. Yeah. Oh That's boy. Funny. I want to say that the hat made you look, you know, like a a hip uh, 
early 90s rapper type. Yeah. But I'm thinking the askew glasses probably <laughs> yeah. I mean, torched that idea. The hat wasn't like sideways. It was like half off oh. hanging because my ponytail was through it. And then the glasses were sideways. And I, also my door, even though they caved in the back seat, it got part of the door on my the front driver's oh. side so i couldn't open it so we had to wait for the paramedics to come in oh, or the fire God. department and that's when i started crying because i was like i'm gonna get fired and they were oh. like ma'am <laughs> you have bigger problems and you're <laughs> hanging on to your dominant job <laughs> yeah it's um i'm really glad i'm not in my 20s anymore a lot yeah. of poor decision making yeah in that era but but some funny stories, so. Well, we appreciate you coming here and, and sharing them with us. Thank you so well, much. Thanks Thank for you. having me, yeah. you guys. And we will be right back with what did we learn today? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Danielle. Christine. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? So ready. Danielle Koenig, queen of Brussels. Sprouts. Uh-oh. Every rehab needs a horrifying guilt mascot. Yep. Jackbooted is a derogatory term used to describe an overly oppressive and authoritarian individual or group often denotes violent tendencies. Thugs, thus described, are those in the service of an oppressive authoritarian, usually employing violence to achieve his, her, their master's goals. Right. So I don't know if it has a specific Nazi reference, but jackbooted thugs is a, is a thing. Yeah. Well, it doesn't sound like you're wrong. It doesn't sound like it's a good idea for an advertisement. What? You are correct. I am it correct is, what? It's it's often associated with Nazis. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, everybody, be aware of your surroundings. Yes. Don't park near vans. In fact, don't go near any van for any reason. No. Don't dilly. Don't daddle. Get moving. <laughs> daddle? Dally? I think he meant dally. Dilly dally. Dilly daddle? Oh, no. shit. Dilly daddle. Dilly daddle. Dilly daddle. Dilly daddle. Dilly daddle is what you get from... Um, from Masturbating. What, that. <laughs> and also what you get from Trader Joe's once a year. And it has like the pretzels <laughs> and the, oh, and the chocolate-covered popcorn. Oh, yeah. Dilly daddle. Dilly daddle. And you know what? You got to get Trader Joe's right away because yeah. it sells out it's, fast. Oh, my God. Mm, I love the dilly daddle. I was proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> Doddle is the word I was trying to think of. Dilly or dot, but still, dilly doddle is not the expression. It's not dilly doddle either. That's like a ride at a carnival. (laughs) I can't ride that dilly doddle to make me throw up. No, I'm too short to ride the dilly doddle. (laughs) Still, that carney's always high. Always puts it together. Can't trust him, Cletus. Surge is a citrus-flavored soft drink first produced in the 1990s by the Coca-Cola Company to compete with Pepsi's Mountain Dew. Surge was advertised as having a more hardcore edge, much like Mountain Dew's advertising at the time, in an attempt to lure customers away from Pepsi. Surge was intended to improve on Mountain Dew by using maltodextrin for a longer-lasting blast of energy and with bolder, brighter presentation. Wait, they made a more hillbilly version yes. of Mountain Dew? That's, that's impressive, right? I, I didn't think you could out-hillbilly Mountain Dew. 
Jesus. Wow. I, wow. But apparently it didn't work because no. I, we didn't even know what it was. No. I mean, where do they even I drink this? I practice surgery. <laughs> Just combining the. <laughs> Beware the bump and run in yes. cars and in life. That's right. You don't want to get involved with any kind of bump and run. Mm-mm. Just give up the car. Yes. Right. Don't be a hero. Don't go with a carjacker. Yeah. You will likely die. Yeah. If unnecessary, unleash violence. Yes. If unnecessary? I I think I said if necessary. Okay. I was confused. Gouge eyes, stomp feet, knee nuts, can't lose. (laughs) (laughs) Full hearts. That's from Friday Night Lights, the show that I have not watched. I just don't understand. I know. I'm going to I'm going to watch it. Okay. Red guns are a brand of rubber guns. Okay. Interesting. Lymph glands, also called lymph nodes, are pea-sized lumps of tissue that contain white blood cells. Unless you're my son and they're golf ball size. Oh, poor thing. Little buddy. Hey. Hey, uh, Yeah. I think you have some information to share. Well, I have to act well, actually, myself. Courtesy of one James Pardo. Uh, Husbands love to well, actually, their wives. But that's okay, because, look, when I'm wrong, I admit I'm wrong. I thought that, oh, God, hold on a second. I thought that Joyce Van Patten was married to Dick Van Patten, but it turns out they're brother and sister. Whoa. Because remember we said that Joyce Van Patten was married to Dick Van Patten, and then um, was it Martin Balsam? Is that where we got that from? I don't know, whoever it was. Yes. But it turns out they are brother and sister. You really fucked that up. So they're platonic. They are platonic (laughs) and fraternal, but not twins. Oh. Yes. Well, thank you, So you're welcome. Jimmy Pardo. Uh, yes, thank you, honey, for uh, correcting me. And I mean, I correct him all the time. So it's, it's you know, it turn was, around is fair play. That's right. That's turn about is fair. I don't remember. Anyway, you have exciting news. I have breaking news. We have new merchandise. So excited. It is very hot stuff. And this is, you guys, order it for Christmas. We kept saying we would have it, and now we have it. We have it. It's hot. It looks great. We have some new designs from our friend of the show, Nathan Diffie. He's so helped us out. Nice. He's so talented. Um, and I'm just so excited for y'all to check it out. So go to our website, pothowtosurvive.com. Yep. And click on the merch link. It's also in our newsletter. Very easy to access. You're going to see our new Garden Squirrel merch. We're very excited. I haven't even he seen it He hasn't yet. seen it yet, but by the time you hear this, he'll have seen it, and he'll have probably donned himself in most of his own merchandise. And if, if you get on the site and you see a mug and a hat and a tank top, and you think, well, wait a second, I might want this in a sweatshirt, I'm not saying it's 100% going to happen, but let us know, and we, we'll see if we can just add that to it. We probably can do yeah, it. Yeah, it's not, it's not that big of a deal, so... So if you if there's some sort of object yes. that you would like on, assuming the site carries it, reach out to us. Reach out to us. You can. I mean, we can't give you more ways to reach us. We. I are, mean, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Yes. We're on YouTube. We're. We have a website. We have Facebook. a newsletter. Yeah. Sign up for the newsletter, right. guys. We're accessible to so yeah. many ways. Oh, my like, God. We're too accessible. Maybe we should cut this off a yeah. little bit. We're just so open. All right. Wide open. No more calling me on my personal phone. No. Stop texting, Danielle. Enough. All right. And until next time, remain remain calm. calm.